1: my favorite song this is my least favorite i thought we pulled it no you just say that and then never do anything i emailed
0: i sent a strongly worded email this one in the two country songs if, i if, got them ripped
1: if you can tell me right now your password to the your company email i'll be very surprised why do i need a password when we got a I whole thought. it That's department 100 what i thought joining us on the program friend of the show voice of the albuquerque isotopes one Josh, whoo, Josh, welcome, brother. I appreciate you
2: guys inviting me once again. I'm on Team Van on this one. I Thank don't even you. know what that song is, but I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm Ubering Van anywhere and everywhere around the Cumulus offices in order to have that song removed. Thank I don't even you. know what vibe that sends. It just sends a
0: confusion vibe. Thank you for that. Speaking of confusing... Man of taste and character, obviously, Joss Sushan.
1: What is your best of all-time women's sports moment? Oh, it beat me to my question.
2: Uh, The Brandy Chastain. You know, I feel like... Everyone's
0: answer. Mm -hmm.
1: But that's
2: because it's the right answer. Because you think about, it was the World Cup. It's in the United States. It was the first time, at least in my life, in most people's lives, that sell out monster ratings like everywhere you go people are tuned in and they're not saying like hey are you watching the women's world cup they're just saying are you watching the game right are you watching the game or where are you going to watch the game and there was all of this pressure on them they had to win it all and it comes down to penalty kicks and of course she makes it and she rips her shirt off and it wasn't like a sexual thing it was just an elation thing yeah. And and it was you know and then it's the cover of Sports Illustrated and there is now a uh, a statue of her I think it's outside of Stanford where she went to college and you think about the fact that that launched uh, pro leagues women's pro leagues like the impact that it had on girls at the time and society at the time and the long term impact that it had on on women's sports especially soccer it's Brandy Chastain
1: good answer so since you just ran Mary Lou Retton's name through the mud so bad <laughs> do you want you want to backtrack any of that. You want Jackie Joyner-Kersey to know about any of this? I did get a Wheaties box that had Mary Lou Retton on it when I was a kid. I remember Aww. that. I remember seeing
2: it going like, Mom or Dad, whoever, we got to get that. Got to get Mary Lou Retton Wheaties box, even though we don't usually eat Wheaties. Got to support Mary Lou.
1: Real story, my former co-host of my St. Louis-based radio talk show, Kristen Kunkel, set up Mary Lou Retton Snapchat. Oh, how about that? That's, okay. a, that's a real thing. Small okay. world. That actually happened.
2: Okay. Definitely not something I was expecting to learn today, but thank you. High yeah, nine big.
0: varsity of women and technology coming up next. <laughs> I love ballpark food, Sush, and we got one of the goats working for us here in Albuquerque. Executive chef Jim Griego Dude. nominated for 2023 Hospitality Industry Award for chef of the year. Wow
2: yeah and totally deserving you know he's first of all he's really good at his job and you know he just he understands that when you come to a ballpark you got to have like the traditional food right you got to have a dog and a beer and you got to have like these traditional foods but coming to a baseball game nowadays is all about i want to try some new things right like what like what's out there right and he also understands that you got to mix it up throughout the course of the season. You can't just say, like, okay, this is the menu that we're sitting on March 1st, and we're not going to change it the entire season. It's, okay, we're going to introduce this. We're going to do this every once in a while. We're going to do this for a couple of games. And then we're going to do this full-on red versus green menu because we live in New Mexico. So I love his creativity. I love it that he doesn't take himself too seriously, that he just he, he gets what it means to come to a ballpark and to eat.
1: Kristen just texted me. It was her Twitter, not, not Snapchat, but she said that she set up from Ray Run. So there you go. There's a fun little tidbit. Josh, that's a huge difference. It's a huge difference. That was my mistake, and I'll, yeah. I will own that. I've only ever professionally made one mistake in my life, and that was it. So that's interesting that that was it, but I will, I, will, I will admit to it.
0: It's big of you to own up to it. Yeah.
1: Also big was the game this past Sunday night, the greatest comeback in the history of professional sports. And Josh, ooh, Sean, you were the voice of it. What a cool day. You know, when, when you broadcast games at this
2: ballpark, you come to expect high-scoring games. You come to expect big comebacks. We have a whole bunch of big comebacks every year, you know? Hello, and so cool you man. don't want to get jaded and just start to assume or think that they're always going to happen. But, you know, the number of times when the isotopes are down, say, like five runs in the first inning, and you're like, <laughs> that's nothing, you know? But the topes were down five going into the bottom of the ninth.
1: After giving up 11 in one inning.
2: Yeah, after, lead, after leading 4 nothing and then giving up 11 and then cutting the deficit down to two and now it's back up to five. So even by this ballpark standards, even by all of the epic comebacks that we've had over the years to score six runs in the bottom of the ninth inning against, well there's three different pitchers but one of them was throwing 100 miles an hour is pretty remarkable. you know, And I think that the key is that when you're in the ninth inning of the final game of a team that's from C-level and they've been playing at 5,200 feet all, all week, you have to make them throw strikes. And especially the harder the throwing pitcher is, when they, when they, not throw, when they do not throw strikes, they usually get more frustrated and want to throw harder and harder. You must make the other team's bullpen guys throw strikes early in the count, early in the inning to see if they're going to be throwing strikes. And if they do, then, then you've got to be aggressive and then you've got to swing. But until they've proven that they can throw strikes, you have to take, And because it's in their head, it's mental about the, the exhaustion of the whole week, all of that kind of stuff. And when you look back on that inning, there was four hits, there was five walks. One of them was intentional, but Crazy things happen and anytime there's a walk in the ninth inning, what does everybody do? Oh boy, here we go. Lead off walk, right? And that goes through everyone's mind on the field. That's what happened with Jimmy Heron, and then he caps it off like thirty minutes later with a single to uh, to start the celebration. Batting through.
1: What an incredible little nine,
0: incredible little finish. I need to go back and listen to that. It was, I it was killer. I was unavailable for reasons. I need to go back and listen to your call. That sounds yeah, yeah, I didn't phenomenal. Like it.
2: I didn't like it.
1: Well, hey, hold on. What? Yeah, what's what's tune up about it. Yeah,
2: no, I didn't like it. So it started okay. <laughs> I, you know, I said base hit, and here comes whoever it was that was scoring. What, what my mind wanted to say was the comeback is complete. But I didn't say the comeback is complete. I said something about, like, complete, and then I went, oh, no. And then I started, and then I tried to, like, cover up for it, and then it was something I started to think about, like, the cycle of life or the cycle of baseball. So then somehow the word cycle came out of my mouth, And then I'm trying to, like, cover up for that, and then I realized, oh, no, you're just butchering, like, the most epic comeback of all time. You need to save it somehow, some way. And then at that point, I just said, no lead is safe at Isotopes Park to somewhat kind of save it, but I didn't like my call.
1: Jimmy Heron deserves better.
0: I bet it was. I bet it in real life, it was fantastic. Uh, And you're just just your biggest critic. Oh, really critical, really?
2: It could have been so much better. It should have been so much better. I did not. I did not do my job as well as the isotopes did their job in the bottom of the ninth. I'll be better next time. It won't happen again.
1: From the Sports Animal text Line, 505-246, Josh, what was your AOL screen name?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think it was something really lame like J. Sushan, or maybe Sushan J.
0: That's kind of appropriate. It's on brand. NGL. Sush, how does the trade deadline impact the Topes and the Rockies lineups?
2: Um, as of right now, very, very little. The only real difference in our team is that Coco Montes got called up to the big leagues because yeah. after they traded Crone and Grichik, they needed two spots, and one of them was Brendan Rodgers coming off the injured list, and so the other one is Coco Montes. Other than that, there's been no other real impact to our to our team. Now, that might change at point in the next two months because the Rockies got a whole bunch of pitching prospects. Um, all of them are like single-A or double-A, though. None of them are triple-A, so maybe we see some of them – at some point later in this season, but I'm, I'm not expecting to have like a, a, a massive change or anything like that. Um, really, the impact for, for the Isotip's pitching staff came at the start of the second half when we basically got all of the best relief pitchers from AA, and it's had a huge impact on, on, on the squad for the second half of the season. So it was, um, yeah, it was interesting to watch from afar, but it doesn't really impact us at all.
0: These pitchers, they're going to move up the organization fast? Do you think they're going to end out the year there?
2: I think that they will take them slow. I don't think you want to introduce pitchers to Albuquerque's
0: altitude before you have to. Sure. Who's on the pregame?
2: Pedro Lopez. We talked about what else? Sunday's game and also a whole lot of one-run victories lately for the Isotopes. So we kind of break down what's gone into that. Good job, brother. Thank you. Have a good broadcast. I plan on it.
1: Have a good ending. That's (laughs) the goal. Didn't last time.
2: I know. Ouch. Good news is... 150 of these, you always got tomorrow.
1: Do you enjoy Barbie? I haven't seen it yet. Interesting. Hmm.
2: I haven't seen that other one either. The one that you tried to get me to go to at 11 o'clock at night, that's three hours.
1: ban final yeah. words.
0: Too much for the time, of my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, which is ample, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on your opening drive with Jeff and JJ.
1: Good job, everyone, GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.